yourself for the only talk radio show you'll want to turn up. Crank this thing. Sirius XM Pandora presents the place where your hard rock and metal voice can still be heard. Unfiltered, uncensored, say whatever you want. Hit the record button. Anything can happen, you know. I know that ain't nobody out there came to be mellow tonight, now did you? I say, I say there ain't nobody. I say there ain't nobody not out there that even wants to be a little bit mellow, now is there? This is the Trunk Nation Podcast, Podcast. with host A. Trunk. Hey everybody, it's Eddie Trunk, and this is the Eddie Trunk Podcast, bringing you interviews with the biggest names in rock and metal, new episodes every Thursday. Thank you for subscribing. If you don't, please be sure to do so. And as I tell you guys every week, all the audio, all the interviews you hear on the podcast all happen live on my daily radio show trunk nation heard on faction talk channel 103 on sirius xm every weekday and that's happening 3 to 5 p.m eastern time and you can listen to full shows audio video more anytime you want on the sirius xm app if you are a sirius xm subscriber if you're not a sirius xm subscriber and you only listen to this podcast and you're in the u.s or canada you're only getting a tiny, tiny taste of what I do on the radio on a daily basis. So come on board and join us every day on Sirius XM Faction Talk 103 for Trunk Nation Live, again, 3 to 5 Eastern every day or anytime on the app. One of the great things about having a home in Las Vegas that I've had now for the last uh, about year and a half, actually, is the ability to go there, work from there, and get some great guests because there are so many artists coming through there or now living there. And it's been awesome to have so many on with us live each and every week on the radio show. And then later, of course, here on this podcast. So recently I had Miles Kennedy of Alter Bridge and Wolfgang Van Halen, of course, of Mammoth WVH, both drop by my Vegas place. They were on tour together and they came by to hang out. And it was a great chat. We're going to bring it to you this week on the podcast. We also have video of this, again, on the app for SiriusXM subscribers. Be sure to check it out. But I was so happy that Miles and Wolf, on a day off, came by my place in Vegas. They weren't even playing Vegas. They were making their way to Reno, and they just dropped in. And uh, it was awesome. It really was. And it was the second time I had Wolfgang at the place, and the first time Miles dropped by. And since this interview was done, they just announced another run of tour dates for Alter Bridge and Mammoth WVH, this time being joined by Seven Dust. And those dates kick off August 1st in Buffalo. So Wolf and Miles are going to continue touring together later on in the summer, this time Seven Dust coming on board in the middle spot. So, of course, at the time we did this interview, we didn't know about those extra dates, although it's kind of alluded to. But it was great to visit with these guys, and uh, we even took some calls from the audience listening live on Trunk Nation on Faction Talk 103 that day. Let's get to it right now. This week's podcast, one of my favorite singers and people in the world, Miles Kennedy, and also uh, rapidly becoming one, just starting out his career on his own, Wolfgang Van Halen. Check it out on the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Joining me now in the studio here, a guy that's actually been here once before, 
uh, when he was on tour with Dirty Honey with his band Mammoth WVH. It's good to welcome back Wolfgang Van Halen. Wolf, good to see you. Great to be here again. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for making the time. And, uh, man, a couple of your bandmates are practically live here, but, it, you know, in fits and kerns, but... Uh, we finally got the man himself, Miles Kennedy, here. Good to see you, buddy. It's good to be here. Thanks How you sure. doing, man? I'm good. How I'm, you holding up? You know, I'm, I always I'm worry holding. about you. Well, thank you. I do. I always think about you. I drop you a text every once in a while. Miles is a fragile flower. No, nah, I don't mean it like that. I just mean you're always like, I hear that from people too. And honestly, it kind of annoys me a little bit because everybody's like, my God, you're in a million directions. You're always go, go, right. go, go. And, you know, how do you do it? How do you do it? And I just, I don't know, I just do it. I feel like it would be bad if I didn't do it. Right. But then I realized I just said the same thing to you. I worry about you because you go from one thing to another. <laughs> you're like my mom. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I worry about you. I check on you every once you in a do, while. You do, and I, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. But, you know, I think there's something you said when, when you're constantly going. And, you know, my philosophy, I heard this years ago, and someone said, you know, being a musician, it's like, it's like being a shark. Once you stop swimming, you know, you sink. So you just got to keep going. You got to keep just uh, rolling. And, um, you know, that's just all I've known forever. Are you one of these guys that you feel like, like, if you let go of the rope a little bit, that like, it's going to slip away? Sure. Yeah. You have that? Yeah, absolutely. Because I do too. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, it's, <laughs> I got to do something every day. Because if I don't, it's like, I'm going to miss out on something I could yeah. be doing. And it's like. I'm 58. This is my 40th year doing this. Wow. So wow. I'm like, I'm in my twilight, if you will. So I want to just ride it for all <laughs> oh, I can. Oh, you're just getting started. Oh, come on, man. But I wonder about that because, I mean, you before everybody knew who you were, Mayfield 4 and all the stuff that you did before Alter Bridge and, and joining Slash and all of that, like you, you put your work in, you know, you put I a know. lot of time in. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing with, with me is, I mean, I started playing in bands in 1986. So, I mean, I was at it for a really long time before things finally started to happen, right. you know, and I think that's, so that's part of why I, I work so hard because I understand I, I, once you, you, it takes you that long to kind of climb to where you want to go. Um, you realize that, you know, well, what if, what if you start <laughs> and falling down the hill again? And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. So I'm just going to keep hustling. How's the pipes holding up? Fine. No, everything's, everything's great. Good. Um, I think when you saw, I, we saw you, uh, when was that in it was early Jersey? Early. Yeah. I think I had a nice little sinus infection going then. So that was a little bit of an issue trying to dance around that. But Wolf and I, have, we've got that figured out how we're going to veer away from science infection. <laughs> yeah, so Wolf, how are you doing with all this? Because even though you're not, I mean, Miles has three different things he juggles. Alter Bridge slash solo. Mm -hmm. You you obviously singularly Well, he focused. doesn't sing them all at the same time. <laughs> but he goes from one to the other. Would you have one day off between Slash and Alter Bridge? Yeah, more or less. He literally had one, like, one yeah, day. No, of course. But for you... Um, this whole experience of doing, you know, launching Mammoth WVH, all the success, everything that's happened quickly. How, how have you felt about everything? I mean, it's got to feel amazingly rewarding to have all this going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's really crazy to see uh, just, you know, after all the work we've been putting in for the past two years to see uh, it come back during the shows, like people singing and, and, and actually knowing the words and being stoked. It's a, it's a really weird uh, amazing feeling to see, you know, the, the time you put in being, uh, you know, given back to you. And, and what's it like been for, been like for you? Because obviously you toured with Van Halen and 
played bass and sang backing vocals and all that. But this is a different thing. This is your thing. You're out front. You're singing lead. You're playing guitar. You've even got, I think, a keyboard or pedal. You know, you're like <laughs> you're like the mad professor up there in the middle. So how have you held up with all of that vocally and physically and everything? Yeah, I've been I've been doing great. I don't think uh, I've I've uh, you know had a moment yet he's knocking where, on my wood table <laughs> where i've been like oh damn i can't sing or anything like it it just uh when you get into the swing of it it just uh keeps going have you uh used miles for some counsel and advice at times he doesn't he does not need my counts <laughs> trust me he's got it he's doing just fine he's he's helped me out a lot for sure yeah. uh, uh i i i would come to him uh before uh we tracked uh, for Mammoth 2 for the vocals and stuff. And he, he gave me a lot of advice that really helped me figure out how to achieve what I wanted to do. Has the has the immediate success of Mammoth, both the the music, the recorded music, and the live stuff, has, has it surprised you? Yes. <laughs> I mean, right right out of the gate with distance. Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, it's insane to see, um, I think... Uh, what, the the amount of ads we just got this week on the radio for for the new song oh, is like stupid how like how much it's being requested and it's uh it's very humbling and and like wow so people actually see uh merit in what I do other than just what my name is and uh, it's well, your name is Wolfgang Led Zeppelin. We've established that. <laughs> you know, I had to change it back on Twitter because everybody thinks they're a comedian and it's just, it gets to be too much, man. I just have to, it's like, okay, yeah, that's, that was the joke. How many it. did you have Led Zeppelin? You had Paul McCartney? <laughs> no, it was uh, uh, Wolfgang, Paul McCartney and Wings. Oh, I okay. That was, that was my favorite one, but people wanted Led Zeppelin. So you got to give the people Miles texted me. He was pissed. He's like, he could have went with Wolfgang Kennedy. You know, he really, <laughs> really, you know, he was almost in Led Zeppelin too. So he <laughs> could have done it. <laughs> he jammed with Led Zeppelin. I still can't. Oh, like, it's still man. hard to. Every time you tell me those stories, it's still hard to believe. That's just nuts, man. It's not. It's. I still don't believe. I, it's crazy. Yeah, you know? it is. All right. So let's like we're going to go around the horn a little bit and then we'll take some calls from the audience if that's cool, because I'd love to yeah. let them talk to you guys. Cool. But um, Miles, give us the update. So Pawns and Kings, amazing record. You know, I thank you. I saw you guys. I, I actually didn't talk to you much in Jersey because you were dealing with what you right. were dealing with. But I, the rest of the guys, I spent a lot of time in the dressing room. We were talking. And it was funny because uh, as soon as I went in, Mark said to me, uh, he goes, here's the set list. Do you want to look at it? I go, no, I don't want to see it because I said I want to be surprised, right? Because especially the first time I, I want to. And then I started thinking and I started being that annoying guy. And I go. Well, there is one song on the new album I really hope is on there. And Mark's handed me the papers. You want to look? I go, no, no, I don't want to. I'm going like this. And I said to the song was Sin After Sin, right, by the right, way, right. which you didn't do that night. Oh, we didn't? No. Oh, they've been doing it. It's so good. <laughs> I'll do it for you right now. <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, is my point in bringing that up is I said to Mark, I said, you guys have a really cool problem now because you now have a ton of great records and a big, pretty deep catalog to, to kind of uh, figure out what you're going to do in the hour 45 or whatever it is right. that you're up there. So how's that gone as far as have you changed a lot of stuff in and out on, on the tour? Yeah, a little bit. You know, I feel like we could probably do it more, but um, it is, it's a wonderful problem to have. And when I rewind and think back to when we first started, you know, we, on the first record and we're, you 
I don't know if you went through this uh, in, initially when you were doing like headlining sets where you're like, oh, we, we, what covers can we do, you know, trying to fill it out. So now seven records in, you have this plethora of material to, to pull from. I think the hard part kind of touches on what you just alluded to, which is annoying I mean, people like me coming <laughs> in the dressing room. <laughs> exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the hard part. No, this is broken, man. You're not doing it. Fortress. Um, I think that, I think it's the idea that you, if you have enough material, people are going to leave not hearing the song they want to hear, you know, and that's hard. It's, and it's impossible. You can't, you can't, right. play, we can't play all seven records. Maybe we could try that eventually. Just right. do like a marathon <laughs> gig, but, but um, no, it's a, it's a wonderful problem to have. But when you think about it, when I think of Alter Bridge now, even watching the set, when I saw it, the, it, 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 there are, correct me if I'm wrong, I'd say roughly what, maybe five, six songs that are now, automatics yeah. have to be there. Blackbird, obviously. Yeah. Watch Over You has to. So you have, like, when you put a set list together, you're going to have, what, like a half a dozen that are just mandatories, mm -hmm. right? Correct. And then you build around that. And then who does that? Is that basically you and Mark, or do the other guys chime in? It's all of us. We just kind of try and do it by committee and it's usually we usually have a fist fight and then that <laughs> rectifies the situation um no it's it's really easy actually we just have audibles so one night if we're going to do sin after sin then the next night we might do this as war we try to do something from the new record and and then it's like oh eddie's here let's not do sin. <laughs> exactly <laughs> eddie wants to hear sin after right. don't do that right well actually mark said the sub out was pawn i think the song pawns and kings for Sin after sin. He's like, if we do one, we don't do right. that. So the, he was telling me how that all right. works. So, and um, now you got Reno tomorrow. You're not playing here in Vegas, but you right. got Reno tomorrow. And then I guess a California date. And then this leg is done. Correct. And you get a little break. Is that mm -hmm. what happens? A little, little break. Get to actually see your wife. Power down. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. How long? I think about a month. Okay. Yeah. So just in time for you to go write another solo record? No comment. <laughs> Is there one in the can already? Well, I mean, there's plenty of ideas. It's just a matter of, you know, whether it's going to be that polka album I've always dreamed. <laughs> I still want the album that you didn't release. That's oh, the one I'm yeah, really yeah, interested yeah. in. Do you know about that, Wolf? I've you may heard, have heard I've it. I've heard rumblings of it. Did yeah. you hear it? No, I have not. It's like his secret record, you know. <laughs> this is his first solo record. He's never put it out. Yeah. Has anyone heard it, Miles? Hmm. Yeah. Um, you played it for anyone? I've played well. A handful of people. Yeah, a handful of people have heard it, and right. um, yeah, maybe one day we'll figure it out. All right. So then you guys, and we're going to get to what Wolf's doing, but because are you are you on the second leg of Alter Bridge dates? Is Mammoth on? Well, th this one is kind of the second leg mm -hmm. already. I think there's yeah. a third leg. That, there's May coming up yeah, or something. That right? We're, we're not going to be on. We have to go to Europe. Okay, so just then you guys do that. Who's your support on that? Do you know? In in in, in America, in, in America, Seven Dust, yeah. Okay, which is going to be that's awesome. Yeah, I know. Now I'm excited, but I mean Seven Dust, you know, they're they raise the bar from a live perspective. Oh yeah, yeah, they're tough to follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. No, I think you guys will do just fine. That's a great bill. And then um, you guys, Alter Bridge goes over to Europe, right? You do the yeah. summer festivals yeah, and all the, that? We do the summer festivals. Yeah, I think we meet up a couple times yeah. out there. Over there, okay. Yeah. And then um, another U.S. run or no for Alter Bridge? I think we're trying to figure that out, yeah. Okay. Trying to, put, trying to put that together. We've been really um, pretty blown away on, on this uh, U.S. portion. Uh, it, it feels it's really kind of like what he was talking about 
with you know his his, his music. You know, we we feel like um, very humbled by the by the response and the amount of people are showing up. But my theory is a lot of it is because <laughs> of these guys. Honestly, I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm serious. Well, it's no, a great no, bill. I, I mean, like it, it is a great bill. Yeah. It really is. Both bands are are great, and obviously, yeah, it's aligned perfectly. I mean, it's a great set across the board. And I went to that that show in Jersey. I was texting you guys and Kevin. I mean, it, I'd never been. I was a shoehorn in there. I mean, it was nuts packed. I've been to that venue many times. It was crazy. So that's really, really awesome to see. All right. And so just in wrapping up with you, Miles, on like the future stuff, has there been talk of doing anything with Slash again? Do you have anything lined we're, up there? Yeah, we're trying to figure all that out. And, you know, once again, it's just all the, the, the moving parts. You know, everybody's got all their various bands you know right. so it's like where do you find the window so just trying to figure it out make make something happen because i feel like the four record i liked a lot i love the songs on it and i feel like everyone kind of got a little short changed on that just because there was such a short window for you guys to play so there was like a really it's kind of like what happened with walk the sky too yeah because of covid yeah where where there was it's it's, true. it's almost like this tour is also kind of still a continuation yeah. of that. And it kind of happened with my second solo record with Ides of March too. It's just, there were so many, and it's, it got to the point as a writer where you're like, gosh, you put in all this work into making these records and then you only get to tour it X amount of months. So that, that's, that's, that's been hard, you know, given the circumstances we've, we've all been dealing with over the last few years, but you know, it's all right. Yeah. We'll survive. So Wolf, what's your schedule then? This wraps up in a couple of days and then do you go right to Europe or you have more stuff here? No, we get, uh, uh, a little break, I think like two weeks, and then we got to go back into rehearsal. Um, having the guys come out, we'll be just rehearsing up at 5150. Um, and then we have to go to Amsterdam because we're opening for Metallica. <laughs> well, you got dates in America with Metallica too. Yeah, that's after all the Europe stuff. You're laughing like as if, as in it's surreal yeah, to say that? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and that's just a, a one-off, and then we come back and get another little tiny break, but I'm sure... Uh, my manager, Tim, has, has unknowingly, uh, to me, filled that with uh, a lot of work to do. <laughs> and then uh, um, then we go to Paris, I believe, is the first show back. And then that's the start of a, a big over in Europe for like two months stuff. Now, know? we know that what's happening with the band and your music here in America, it's been very embraced by radio and you've toured here a lot and you got this new record coming, which we'll talk about. But... Um, What's the what's the response been to what you've been doing outside of the U.S. in places like Europe? Is it do you, do you have a read on that? As yeah, the if, if anything, it's uh, I've noticed more of a of, of a response. Uh, really? The, you know, having the amazing opportunity to open for for A.B. over there uh, last year, the crowds were were crazy. Uh, like the places were practically filled by the time we we went on and we were the first opener. Uh, granted, it was, was a great, too, it was a right? great bill. You was know, it, it Hailstorm? Was, it was us, Hailstorm, and all. I told that's an amazing bill. Um, but yeah, it's like the place was already packed by the time we went on. So it's like the people were were ready and they wanted to see it, and uh, that's amazing because it was the first time we'd never even been out there. Yeah. So. So you you're just gonna just roll as far as dates wherever they are in the world and oh, yeah, be out got, there for as long as we've got our next uh, year and a half pretty much much planned i don't think i've ever known what i was doing casually 
uh, <laughs> next summer, let alone knowing that we're going to continue opening for Metallica. <laughs> You're giddy when you say that. <laughs> it's, yeah, like, it's, it's surreal to say, right? It's going to be crazy. You know those guys? I've met James and I've met Lars and that's it. Yeah, they're great Both people. Both very nice guys. Great people. You know, they did a, a show. My history, I started working... Uh, early on as a kid for their original label, Megaforce. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, the owners of that label passed away recently. So Metallica did a show in Florida uh, late last year where they played nothing but the first two records as a tribute to the label that started them. And sadly, only me and one other person are left from that era alive. So they asked, they flew me down to go out on stage and speak prior to them coming out. Wow. So I went down the day before and I hung out and I've known them all for a long time, but we, you know, Lars is like, you got to do this. And I was like, okay. And you know, total, like, I mean, you guys are used to this doing what you do, but for me, a total, like, you know, okay, here, so here's the plane ticket and the car comes and you get out and the van's there and they hand you your laminate <laughs> and here's your room key and here's your catering. I'm like, this is fucking awesome, you know? <laughs> and uh, then here's the whiskey tasting you can go to with Lars if you want to have some of the black and whiskey. And then, <laughs> They come to the sound check, and, and uh, it was funny because I was watching those guys sound check. They had it closed to the public, but they said for me to come in. And I'm sitting on the side of the stage, and they were playing nothing but the first two records. And they would get up after every other song, and like Lars would be shaking out his hands going, Jesus Christ, what was I playing as a kid? And <laughs> Kirk's coming over to me. He's like, I don't even remember playing half of this shit. You know, They were trying to get it all back. But such great guys, and so in touch with their, their roots and their history and my like, I've done a ton of stuff over the years, but my knees were knocking out there in front of Metallica. Just because, really? well, because you know everybody in that audience, like, fucking play fight fire with fire, shut the fuck up, you know. <laughs> right. But it was really important to them that they that they had me or somebody go out there and explain the reason for the evening, because the most people are there just to hear the old shit, you know. Right. But to explain the significance of it, what it was about, which. I didn't get shit thrown at me, so I guess I figured it out. Okay, success. You 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 brought up fight fire with fire, and I, I'll never forget when I was a kid. Um, I I I wanted that record for Christmas. Ride the right? lightning. Yeah, and uh, so my grandmother, my sweet grandmother, was like, "Oh, I'll, I'll get you, I'll get you that record for Christmas." <laughs> so, she, so she gets, and she, oh, but I'd like to listen to it with you. <laughs> so we start, we press play, and we're sitting in my bedroom with my my boombox, and it starts out that beautiful, yes. kinda, you know. And she's like, "This is this is beautiful, Miles. I love this." And I'm like, mm-hmm, "Wait for it, wait for it," and then just that like, volume swell, boom. <laughs> and I'll never ever forget the look on Grandma's face she lasted like 30 seconds and she was gonski it was it was great it's not as big of a thing but i worked in a record store for many years and when extreme had that huge hit with more than words we would sell box loads to housewives i want that beautiful acoustic song and they take the record and the first song on that record is a song called decadence dance for big heavy Mm -hmm. nuno riff and uh, they all come in like, this isn't the record I want. And I go, well, it's only track four. The rest of the record's a rock band. And they're like, you don't know how many we took back. Like, people insisted, like, well, then just give me the single then. I don't want all this noise. Uh, it was really, really funny, actually. So, Wolf, let's talk about this record. First of all, let's talk about the video, which is actually a film. It's like, I mean. We edited a lot out, too, and it still ended up eight minutes. 
Oh, you should have left every... Do the director's cut, man, because who cares? It's on YouTube. It is great. Tell me about putting that together. Uh, we had that idea for a while. I knew after uh, the Don't Back Down video, where if uh, anyone's unfamiliar, it's uh, of all me being the band and everything. And I knew that the next video, I was like, oh, I want to fire me <laughs> and bring bring the, the live guys into it just because I love them and it, it's a good time. Um, and that's, yeah, that's how it, how it rolled out. We did the treatment with, uh, uh, with Gordy who, uh, who directed it. And I think it turned out really, really well. I'm really proud of it. It's awesome. So I, I mean, I put, I put it up for, uh, for an Emmy or something, man. I mean, the <laughs> acting in it is, uh, it's Garrett, isn't it Garrett? The first guy Garrett blew us away. Garrett yeah. kills in it. And he, we have so much footage of him just being hilarious and me breaking like so <laughs> many times. Like we just said, Hey Garrett act drunk. And he just, he fucking went for it. He, he, every, every day before the video came out, I was just like, oh dude, ready. You're going to be a star. You need to get an agent. <laughs> but you were brilliant. Like with the, I love it when you're trying to do the finger tapping part <laughs> and you're sweating. <laughs> yeah, and dude. No, that was so funny. Cause Gordy was next, was like right in front of me and he sprayed me so much with a spray bottle to make it like I was. Yeah. He wanted it very uh, whiplashy. Oh, it 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 really worked. I mean, I think that's why I look. I think that's one of the best videos I've seen in a long time. And I remember you showed it to me in the dressing room a few weeks ago, and I was yeah. just like, "This is." I mean, I had to hug you after I saw it because I was like, "This is the, this is great." You know, this is just absolutely astoundingly good. But a lot of it was your all your guys' acting chops. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, know, you guys are a bunch of De Niro's. You know, they, it seriously was the scene at the end where you walk in on your own band playing. <laughs> And you're like, uh, guys, uh, you come in. I go, uh, what is, I go, my dog, what, I overslept or what, something. What is this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, initially, I think uh, the first take was just like, who the fuck are these guys or whatever. <laughs> but I was like, let me do one where it's like really emotional. And that's the one that we, <laughs> we went for. It's great. And then what about the scene with the, uh, the guy with the pizza? Oh, Ronnie. Yeah, who, our who? bass player. Oh, that's Ronnie? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so because you actually stopped the song. Yeah. And he comes in with the pizza. At a really important right? part, too, because it's about to go into the, the, the thrashy part, but I thought it was just a really funny idea to just have him walk in and be like, uh, pizza for man mammoth? <laughs> mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the cool thing like about doing videos now, I would think, is that you can do them you you can really stretch out and do what you want to do and way more affordably than back in the day when people would drop <clears throat> half a million dollars on a video budget. I mean, you, I'm sure that was way more affordable, but the other thing about it is you don't have this pressure like, Oh, I can't do an eight minute video because MTV is going to cut it down to three and a half. Let it, let it go, man. Why oh, yeah. not? Right. Well, it's, it's important to, to have a sense of humor and to not take yourself seriously. Uh, yeah, so it's just a. It was a good time. I, really, I want really the director's cut, man. I can't wait to see what's in that. You got to do that. Yeah, it'd be fun to put together like a, a blooper reel or something. Oh, yeah. So the record is out on August fourth, um, Mammoth Two. My uncle Pat's birthday. Uh, uncle, is it, was that Coinc by design? Coincidentally. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so the record's out on August fourth. Still a bit down the line. Yeah. The single is out now, and the, this first video, another celebration at the end of the world. You on your first record put a lot of it out in advance of the album actually coming. I think there was anywhere from four to six songs actually for the whole record actually dropped. Are you going to, being that the record's not out till August, are we going to get a lot more songs or no? I think you'll, you'll get a little taste before, before it drops. Yeah, for sure. Cause I was just, I had Matt from Avenged uh, on my show on Tuesday 
They haven't made a record in like six years. Their new tune is killer. Yeah, but he, their last record, I don't know if you remember, but he, they did something really different. They didn't tell anybody they had a record coming. And they just showed up and put a record out that day. Pulled and the old Beyonce. Yeah. yeah. Playing on the roof of Capitol Records and all that. And we awesome. talked about it. There was a lot of controversy about that and, and that approach. And he was saying now that this song, he, he said on the air with me the other day, he said, if I have my way, this will be the only song that comes out before the record. But the label's pushing because it's about analytics and this and that. Content, all this shit. content, content. Yeah. So you, but everybody has a different view on that. Was the idea to put so much out in front of the full record your or the label's idea? I think it was a combination. Uh, I think at least for the first album, it was important to give people a taste of like what to expect because nobody knew what it was. Uh, So, but I mean, with this one, I think it's just, uh, you know, we live in a content driven era. So uh, it's just important to kind of, you know, every now and then put a thing out and be like, hey, Check it out. <laughs> Keep greasing the wheel. Yeah, pretty much. You know, throw a log on the fire. Where do you land on that, Miles? Do you think it should be like, do you like to just give a little taste and then the record? Or do you, you guys put out like on Pawns and Kings, you put mm-hmm. out good three, four, four songs, yeah, three, right? Four songs. Yeah, I think that's just the way of the world now. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm not pretty the norm. That's the yeah, norm. <laughs> it's just, you know, I think the days of, it is a content, it's, it's a content driven world and you just got to keep reminding people you're out there, you know, so that's just the way it is. And Wolf, for this record, you know, there's that old adage that everybody says, your first record, you got your whole life to write. And if I'm not mistaken, stuff on the first record, there was a... that Because I, even before your record came out, I was hearing about it from people for years that telling me they heard songs or whatever. So it had been... And I know some of it you had actually held up just because of what was going on with your dad and his health, right? Mm-hmm. So so the idea of that record, that really that record for you really had a long time to sit and kind of ferment, right? This one, the material, did you write all in one shot? Was it all freshly written or was there a backlog as well? Pretty much. I think there's some ideas that were just kind of half-baked that I, I spruced up and, and, and finished. Uh, but no, the majority of this uh, this new one was was fresh, brand new, came after the, uh, the first album type stuff. Mm. <laughs> so did that, the experiences of the first record play into what you wrote in any way? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, it, certainly lyrically, uh, it's way more of a, of a, uh, inward album. Like the first one I think was very outward. Um, but this one is certainly more, I'm, I think just reflects the, uh, the past few years and just very inward. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, when you went in to write it, tell me about how you, I mean, everybody knows you record everything on the records yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's a process in and of itself. But as far as writing, what, what's your process for that? Are you a guy that locks himself in a room and just does it? Or is it just, I'm grabbing the phone, I got an idea, I need my iPhone. And yeah, it depends. It's kind of just when it strikes. You know, I'll have an idea on the guitar, I'll just record it. And then uh, Elvis and I will get in a room and I, I just kind of be like, how about this idea? How about this idea? How about this idea? And he's like, that one is good. That one works. This one needs work. Blah, blah, blah. And then I try again. <laughs> And you just so, keep doing that. You just speed it up. So how many songs are total on the new record? It's a 10-song album. 10 songs. And writing-wise, how much time did you put in? Like, what was the... Uh, it was just cumulative Yeah, over Yeah, time. That's, that's tough to, to calculate, because over time, you're always writing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but Miles, in terms of, you know, I, well, the first album, over the course of uh, three years, and a bunch of different uh, meeting up with Elvis uh, to to do it. But this one 
took two months uh, before we went out to Europe with Alter Bridge. I had a month where we recorded all the music, got back, had a tiny little Christmas break, and then January finished it. So this was a lot quicker. <laughs> you know, so much made of the video, which we touched on, <clears throat> but the song is killer. Thank you. The song is song kicks ass. It's so killer. <laughs> so I'm excited as you know for. I mean, I love the first record, but I'm excited where this is going. Direction-wise, would you say it's a little like this? Is, is this heavy. an accurate sample of where there, you're going? There are definitely some echoes of the first album, if, if that's the, the, the vibe you enjoy, for sure. Uh, but overall, I think it's a heavier album. Uh, I would like to correct uh, this quote that has been taken out of context for me, saying, oh, there are, there's a bunch of Meshuggah-inspired stuff. It's like, no, I, I love Meshuggah, but there is... Uh, there's only one moment on one song where it's like, oh yeah, I can see that. That's super Mushuka inspired. But that's it. It's not like multi. Uh, this is not. I'm not. I didn't play any eight string guitars. All right, all right. <laughs> Miles, you like Mushuka? Yeah. Every musician likes Mushuka. What yeah. is that about? Because they're amazing. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know them. I you need don't to need get, to. You just need to listen to it. It just. I just. No. No. Not personally. <laughs> I don't mean. I don't know their. I don't know their music really. But I know every musician loves that band, and and mostly drummers. Is it a percussion thing? I don't know. It's a rhythm thing, I guess. And that's your biggest thing. Mm. You love playing drums the most, right? Well, yeah. 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 So writing-wise, Miles, what's you, you write on the road? I do. Um, I just started writing again at the beginning of this year. I actually powered down for the first time last year. After, after we finished Ponds, I was like, you know what? I, I just I need to stop writing for a while. Brain hurt? <laughs> you know what? I just felt I needed to... I was starting to feel like a lopsided person. I'd spend so many hours every day right creating, and that's that's what I love doing more than anything. I mean, uh, you you know how it is. The creative process is 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 bomb, but I think that I just I needed to power down and refill the well. So once I reengaged with the creative side, um, I came to realize that it's kind of I don't know how it is for you. I love it and I hate it at the same time because it kind of consumes you. I don't sleep. Oh, yeah. I, I, even as we're sitting here, ideas are going playing in my head. You're problem solving. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fascinating. It's a, it, That's me no matter what, though. That's really? how I am. I'm not a songwriter, but my mind doesn't stop. That's the whole problem. Yeah, yeah. You told you told me Slash once said to you, looked at oh. you and goes, "You got a lot of traffic yeah. going on up there." You know what? That 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 was like the mo- that was an important moment in my life. You know, we were talking. We weren't. We were talking about something. We were sitting, sitting in the dressing room, and and I t- told him this story about something that prior to when we really knew each other, but we were at an airport terminal in L.A. together, and and I I had this whole thing concocted in my. head. <laughs> this whole story that I had kind of manifested and, and he's listening to me, you know, tell, tell this. And he just kind of looks at me and he kind of takes his glasses and looks down and he goes, you got a lot of traffic going on up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget that. And it was really like, that was an important moment. It's like basically just chill the fuck out, kid. Because he <laughs> you know? always comes off so chill. Yeah. I'm, I'm so like above all his talent and everything. I'm so envious of the fact that he's always just... You know, whenever he's always just like, yeah, man, you know, like no matter what's going on, I've been to his house when, when like when he was married and like kids running and madness going on around him. And he's just sitting there on the sofa with me on with the remote, like nothing's going on, like tune the world out. And I'm like, fuck, I wish I could do that. Like I'm constantly like even here with the Like I just flew from the East Coast yesterday, three hour time difference. You'd think I hit the wall at like 10, 11 o'clock. And no, I'm like, I had to. 
Oh, Wolf and Miles are coming tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta it's clean the house. Gotta, 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 Make sure they have, have some do tea. I have, do I have water? Do I have my prepared? You know, it's just fucking nuts. <laughs> I can't turn it off. It's crazy. But um, do you have? Uh, I mean, I know Pawns and Kings is still the current record, but when you write, like you're on the road, are you mm-hmm. and Mark writing stuff? Even oh, we're always separately creating. You know, I can hear him in his dressing room, and I'm working away. Um, and it, it, for for me, the I, after all these years of writing, what I've discovered the best thing to do is maintain perspective. And the way to do that is is to write and write and write and document the ideas, and then get away from them, and then come back and listen with fresh ears. Because if I spend a bunch of time on something, you know, days and days and days, then I lose my perspective. And then I end up chasing my tail. So I just like to stockpile, like, just, you know, I want as many ideas to draw from when it's time to make a record. I want, you know, 50 to 100 ideas. And then you pick the best 10. When you write uh, stuff for Slash and the Conspirators, is that, are you writing lyrics only? Lyrics and melodies. Lyrics and, and melodies. And if there's, look, if there's, uh, if, if, if I get a demo, a music bed, like, uh, was it Rivers Rising is a good example, or it's a killer riff, and a, and a section that I thought, well, that, that would be a cool pre-course, and then I just kind of took, a, took a piece and, and put some, you know, bad drum programming and a, and, and a guitar part, and then added the melody, which would end up be the chorus. And the da da, the river is rising. And Slash then took that and and then Slashified it, made it more something that he would play. And and but but most of the time the the music is done, and I just put the melody and the lyric on. So it. that's a huge difference, I would think, in your writing than for Slash versus in Alter Bridge, Absolutely. because Alter Bridge, I'm sure you you play guitar in Alter Bridge, and you're writing on guitar mm-hmm. more, right? You're writing music as well. Well, yeah, I mean, it, with what especially with this record and in even Walk the Sky, I mean, it was basically like just you yeah you would just compose the the music and then mark would comp- compose songs and we would just um you know it used to be we would take individual parts and put them together and now it's now we're kind of showing each of us bring our six songs and then you know approach it that way but who knows maybe the next record we'll go back to the uh, the diff, you know the older way of doing it the thing i noticed too with alter bridge is mark continuing to progress as a singer yeah. And, uh, you know, even in a song like Sin After Sin, which I love where you you guys are, he's singing, you're both singing mm-hmm. on that. And then every song he has at least one lead vocal now and all that. His confidence as a singer is just getting more and more and culminating with this Sinatra stuff he's doing, which as a singer, both of you guys as singers, pretty amazing to see him do that. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a badass. I mean, that's crazy Great. to see. Not something people would expect, but he's really... Uh, he was playing me some stuff that wasn't released yet the other day, you know, at that show in Jersey. And I was like, wow, I mean, he's got a whole nother thing going on. It's yeah, really he really, cool. I think it's really just, he really enjoys it. I think he, and I think that it's hearing how he studied Frank's inflections and his approach. I think it has really helped. Uh, it's, it's helped him a lot. I think it's really helped him evolve. So it's been great. Starting to look like him a little he bit. He kind of does look like him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, that's why he's not here right now. He's at Sinatra's old theater, Probably. like in a suit, trying right? to. <laughs> no, I think he's, he's playing pinball, isn't he, Kev? He's out there playing pinball. He's going to go to the pinball. Yeah, there's a pinball, great pinball <laughs> yeah. museum here in Vegas, which I told him about. So I'm glad he's there because it's, uh, it's a really cool spot. They got all kinds of machines. Uh, grateful to have Miles Kennedy and Wolfgang Van Halen here with me today, hanging out. Again, they are on tour together for a couple more shows. So if you're in Reno or where is the California show to be exact, just so we can Yamava. Yamava. That's the casino. Name. Casino. It's in High Island. 
And when is that? Saturday? Saturday. Is that the last one? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So two more. Reno. Right on the outskirts of San Bernardino. All right. And by San Bernardino. So you get a chance to go see and go. My gosh, if you're in that area of the country, see these two extraordinary bands. They're just killer and you know, truly live, real bands. No bullshit. No nothing going on. Everyone's singing, playing. What a freaking concept. <laughs> God, don't get me. I'm not going to start. Um, anyway, I, I won't. I won't. No, you can start all you want. People are sick of hearing me talk about it, <laughs> but I won't stop. Um, when I swung in Jersey, there was a third band too, right? Yeah, it's called Red. Red. Yeah, Red. Yeah, are great. they still on too? No, no. no. We've got pistols, uh, pistols, pistols at dawn. dawn. Yeah. Okay. Don't know them, but uh, I heard great things about Red, but I didn't see them. I got there too late. But yeah, uh, great. All right, cool. So go and then. Again, Wolf's album. We'll do more when the record's closer. Of course, August fourth is the release date, and for uh, you know, Miles just keep chugging with Alter Bridge. See what happens with Slash when he ever gets over this fling with this other band. You know that keeps adding the Normodomes of the world, and maybe another solo record. We'll see. Yeah. He's being cagey. I well, think no, no. I you, think he's got it done. No, I think no. It's his back pocket. You're, you're talking to a guy who shelved an entire record, so it, a lot of it depends on whether you know. I'm I'm funny that way. Has to do with that traffic in your head, right? Exactly. <laughs> I got you. All right, let's get some calls for the guys right now. Here's Joey in New York. Go ahead, Joey. Hey, hey, everyone. Hey, guys. Um, uh, my question's for Wolfie. Uh, first of all, congratulations on uh, the next re- the new record you got out. Thank I love you. the song. And uh, my, uh, I'm a drummer. Uh, the love a uh, drummer has for the drums is like you can't parallel it. So I wanted to know who are your inspirations as a drummer, and um, if you had any great story to share about you and, uh, and one of my favorite drummers in the world, your uncle Alex. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think always. You know, it's funny. I never really uh, mention when it comes to my inspirations, dad or Al, because I think it's just so. Uh, inherent like they're already there that i don't even need to mention it but when it comes to drummers a uh, big drummer for me is danny carey from he, tool yeah like learning how to play tool stuff is is what really uh upped my game literally a big drummer he's like seven feet tall yeah, he's a very he's a very <laughs> tall man um but also uh i think uh another big drummer that really helped me early on was travis barker i was really big into blink 82 growing mm-hmm. up and learning how to play anima of the state front and back uh when i first started learning how to play was a was a big help when you were touring in Van Halen, what was that like locking in with your uncle and working through all those songs? Oh, uh, so fun. Uh, yeah. Just uh, being able to lock with, with Al and not have to worry about singing lead now, which is a, a thing that is a, I have to worry all the time about now in Mammoth. But uh, yeah, you, you'd be surprised at, at, at how much Al and I would save dad and he would have no idea. <laughs> how so? Uh, dad could not count. He would always end on like a three or a five. Uh, and there were so many times where he would mess up and Al and I would just just go right in and dad would turn around and be like, yeah, we're doing pretty good. And he'd have no idea <laughs> that we just totally saved him. <laughs> how is uh, how is your uncle Al doing? He's doing really good. Hanging I, I, in there? I, yeah, I talk to him all the time. Every every time we got a, a big show or something's going on, he always texts me good luck. And so, yeah. You know, I had Michael Anthony on this show last week and Love he said... Mike. He said he's been talking to Al mm-hmm. a little bit, and they've been talking and talking. Yeah, we about talk some every stuff. now and then too. I yeah, love, I love Mike. Yeah, so Mike seems to be doing well, and he's kind of looking at doing something because uh, Sammy's seventy-five, and although he's not retiring, retiring, he's kind of like feeling like he's going to wind down a little bit. Which for him, he's like us. I think he never, you know, he's got to go, go, oh, go. Yeah. I think he says one thing, but 
you know, he's got a very young spirit. I don't, I don't see him slowing down. Yeah, and Michael was talking about, uh, and I know Wolf, you mentioned this in interviews too. That finally, that the Sammy period of the catalog is getting addressed as far as some reissues and stuff. About time. Yeah. So, have you been involved in that at all? I've been in the, you know, uh, how do I say this? Um, yeah, because uh, I mean, obviously, when it comes to all uh, end all be all Van Halen decision making, that's Al. But uh, I, I'm, I'm right there in the wings. Uh, filling dad's position in terms of, uh, you know, looking over stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely there. And somebody told me that a different kind of truth was not on streaming for a long time, but really? is, is now okay has come back. Do you know anything about like the no ownership of that record? And, and it's the one record you're on. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll have to check uh, with uh, all the business peeps. Somebody said that. it was gone for a while, but apparently it like moved to a different label group okay. or something. And yeah, maybe the contract is up back or something. It's been like 10 years. Yeah. So maybe it was a, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll check with Alan. I've said that. before, I think that's a very, very, in some ways, if there is such a thing, as an overlooked, underrated Van Halen record. I really was, feel it is. That's fun. I'm, I'm proud of uh, what I did on that There's album. There's great songs on there, man. It's, yeah. really, like, it's really a fun record. I, I listen to it all the time. Um, okay, let's go to uh, Benjamin, who's in Los Angeles. Hey, Ben. Hi. I just wanted to say hi to y'all. I appreciate what you do. Miles, Thanks, the other man. night in Anaheim, the show stopped. You stopped the show. Was there something wrong with the... Somebody in the audience, did they get hurt or something? Yeah, somebody um, in the front row, I, I think he might have passed out. And so we just wanted to stop and while they, you know, helped him out. Um, and he's all right. Yeah, he got up and everything was everything was good. But, yeah, I just really liked, uh, loved the show. I saw that. I saw the look on your face and I was, I was getting concerned. And I think my wife's asking what's going on. And I said, I'm going to ask him. <laughs> she well, <left>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes things like that happen and you're, you know, you're in the middle of a song and you, you know, you, you always want to err on being cautious. You know, if, if somebody goes down, people need to, you know, if they need to communicate and need to try and talk to the person, you don't want, they don't have to fight over, you know, 120 decibels of, of, of volume. So, so yeah, but I think everything was all right. So appreciate your, your concern there. Yeah, and thank you for doing that. Uh, you guys are professional, and I just love love you guys. Great, uh, you're one of my guitar thank heroes, you. and of course your buddy Mark there too. Wow, thank you. And I really appreciate. And Wolfgang, that. loving what you're doing, man. Loving it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Eddie. And thank you for everything you do in rock, brother. All right, thank you, Benjamin. Appreciate that. Miles, have you seen a lot of that in all your years of touring? Have you had instances where you've had to stop the show? Yeah. You've seen something go on? Yeah, yeah. Once in a while. I mean, it's not. It's not. I don't think it's something that. It's not a regular thing, but when it happens, you, you have to be, you know, you have to be aware of it. It's always kind of, it's interesting because you're always kind of surveying what's going on. Has not, that's the thing for me. I, I sing with my eyes closed a lot of the times. Ah, right, so right. I have, I have my uncle Pat here to go. Like if anything is happening, you run out and you grab me and you're like, God, we got to stop. There's something going on. Right. Cause I, I, I get, it's funny when I, I start to people watch and I, and I, I see like, Oh wow, they're singing. And then by the time I'm, I have a thought, I, I'm not singing. <laughs> so I need right. to, or I mess it up. So it's important to, uh, do you ever, it happened to me last night where someone's <laughs> singing along and then I forget what the next lyric oh, yeah. is. It's so, it's so weird because it's like the lyrics are muscle memory ingrained. Right. 
but like I'll be singing the verse and going to the pre-chorus. I'm like, what's the pre-chorus? What's the pre-chorus? Yeah. What's the pre-chorus? Oh, I'm in the pre-chorus. What's the... and I just completely it's gone. So you've it's looked always... at the people singing in the audience, your own lyrics. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> but sometimes sometimes it'll be one of two things. They'll be kind of off, or <laughs> I'm so blown away that they know the lyrics, and then I start thinking, wow, that's so. Cool. Oh, what's the next lyric? Exactly. <laughs> and and so it's always this for me. The problems are the second verse, the first line of the second verse, and pre-choruses. What is it about those two? Yeah. Those are the those are the problems yeah. for us. <laughs> but even for you, this is a first of all, Wolf. You you always have your eyes closed when you're singing. Not always, but I don't. It helps me it put me in a place where where yeah. I, can, I can get it done. Because sometimes I just my my brain just goes way hyperactive. Usually by the end of a tour, I can look around. But also, I feel uncomfortable because it's like everybody's looking at me, and I'll lock eyes with a couple <laughs> people, and it's like. What, like, look at everybody. Look, there's there's five guys up here. Look at them. <laughs> <laughs> what about shades? Do you would you ever wear? Do you wear shades uh, when you sing? Nah, nah, that would that would be weird. <laughs> I don't know, that's just that's that's interesting. But almost, it, almost like wearing shades indoors at, at one o'clock, right? <laughs> but it is. But it is. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's wearing shades now. Yeah, that's why I just said that. But you know, it is. It, it happened last night. Sometimes if the lights are too bright. Um, I start. Thinking, oh yeah, the lights are sometimes they're they're super fucking bright. Yeah. So it's just like I'm just gonna close my. And you eyes. feel yeah, you, but but you you feel self conscious like ah, uh, why were people looking at me? Yeah. Do I have a yeah. do I have a zip? Do I what's what's wrong? With, <laughs> do I zip up my pants? I mean what's. Yeah. So. You don't acknowledge that they're looking at you because you're Miles Kennedy, the lead singer of Walter I mean, Bridge. Honestly, I'll be I'll be totally honest with you. I kind of I love playing music. I. I'm a little weird with when people, when you realize people are engaging and looking at you, I get self kind of strange. Yeah. I, I, I kind of don't trust anyone who, who enjoys that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know who, who gets up on stage and goes and goes like, Oh yeah, look, look at this. Me. Like exactly. you gotta be an asshole to be like, to be that guy. <laughs> look at me. I don't want to say anything, Wolf, but your dad used to have a singer that loved doing that. <laughs> Let's be honest. Hey, me too. He made his whole career doing that. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a it's a <laughs> I'm funny. Gonna, I'm gonna be honest. This is me talking as a fan. Before you were born, I used to go see Van Halen all the time, and I used to lose my mind because there were moments, and I'm sure you've seen it on video, where Dave would come out to the end of the stage and extend his arms and literally let the crowd applaud for like eight <laughs> minutes to nine <laughs> minutes without doing anything, just standing there like you know soak me in right right and i used to as a fan as a kid go crazy because i'm thinking to myself van halen songs on average are about three minutes long i could be hearing three more fucking songs for <laughs> this guy standing there whether he's swinging a sword around or in a cape or whatever he's doing i was like i could be here and light up the sky i could be here in doa like what's right, going on right. here <laughs> but that was the that was the dave thing at the time but but it's interesting because both of you guys this just hit me as as front men which you are in your respective bands are not prototypical front men at all i mean you both are not seeking that attention which is not what comes with that territory normally right? i'm alarmingly casual on stage <laughs> i just kind of talk to the crowd like they're like they're my my buddies you know i i've 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 learned that i don't really need to put on this this face or shtick i'm just like unabashedly being myself when i talk to the audience and it's it's fun i think people have actually been appreciating it so it's because well, you're being authentic and, and 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 it is it is it is really great to see um <laughs> i made the mistake early on i feel like 
I really struggled initially when I started playing with Slash because I was trying to be more of a quote unquote front man. And I'll, I'll never forget it as long as we, we played a gig at the Gorge, opened for Aerosmith. And I was doing some of the kind of cliches. And I, you know, and I remember my, my mom and dad after the show, they were like, they weren't, it wasn't like, that was wonderful. That was great. They just said, remember who you are. And I was like, whoa. whoa. And that changed everything for me. I was from that point on, I've just been like, you know what? I'm just going to be me. Yeah. And if, if you like it, great. If not, that's okay too. I just want my mom to like me. <laughs> as long as mom says you're good, exactly. you're, you're good. Exactly. But Miles, a lot of that for you, because we've talked about this in the past, what people don't realize about you is that your big passion is playing guitar. Yeah. And, and it comes from the fact that you, especially with Slash initially, I'm sure you felt almost naked out there without oh, a guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. If you want to see something really funny, watch the first Alter Bridge video. Watch Open Your Eyes. Like I'm just like, I don't know what to do with my hands. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, are you not playing guitar in no, the video? No, I didn't even have a microphone. It's just me on the top of a mountain, you know, ah, and it's just like really, it's hard to, it's hard to watch. It's brutal. Let me ask you this then real quick. So I touched on this earlier, as many people know, and I know it's just, it's a surreal thing for you to talk about. But as we know, you were one of the guys in there working with Page, Jimmy Page, and John Paul Jones and Jason Bonham on a potential, maybe if it wouldn't have been called Zeppelin, but something at that time mm -hmm. coming off that O2 show. If that would have happened and you would have landed that gig, you would have had been looked at as the guy who had to be the new golden god. Yeah. I don't know how that would have panned out. <laughs> I don't know how that would have He's already out. a golden god. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, that would have been... Because, because yeah, yeah, that would have been interesting. Honestly. You would just be saying uh, mama a lot more <laughs> when you're riffing. Baby, let the juice go down. Well, I mean, because that... I mean, let's, I mean, that's... He was arguably... I mean, that's the guy. Right. right. Like, you know, you can't... You're not going to go out there and try no, to be no, Robert Plant. No. Have you ever seen Jason Bonham's band, the Led Zeppelin? Only, I, only like YouTube and, so, and some really, I'm really blown away with that. Whole so thing. that singer yeah. is amazing. amazing. But amazing. he, he does, and to his credit, he doesn't try at all. Yeah. He has a shaved head, mm -hmm. comes out in a button down shirt and oh, just yeah. sings the shit out of yeah. the songs. That's just cool. Awesome. Which I think is so cool because if he, if, if, if Jason would have gotten a guy with like blonde hair and the, you know, dove on his arm and all <laughs> dove on his arm. <laughs> well, you know, that classic picture where, you know, the picture I'm talking about yeah. with Robert Plant, you yeah. know, but, but dove on I, his arm. You know, pigeon landing on him or whatever. I don't that know. would be dangerous for that bird's ear. <laughs> it sure would. But you know, Wolf, he talks about seeking his mom's approval uh, you know, a lot of people talk about your dad and his his approval and in, influence on you. But your mom, she's got to be super proud of what's gone on with you. Oh, yeah, huh? I don't need to seek her approval. She, <laughs> she is very happy and proud of everything I do. Has she come to many shows? She comes to all of them. She's very excited. She, 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 <laughs> she's awesome. My mom is, she's a very proud mother. Uh, as she should be. Is she, is she in the wings jumping around? and? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Yes. Knows all the words. My, my uncle will, will tell you. Pat, she's sure. you got to keep an eye on her. <laughs> Pat's saying yes. <laughs> <Good job>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Too funny. Um, let's go to Les, who's in Nashville, joining us. Or I'm sorry, it's Lee. Lee in Nashville. Go ahead, Lee. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm geeking out right now because these two of my uh, 
biggest heroes right now. I went and saw Wolfgang in Louisville with Dom and Dave on their last tour. Uh, and then when Mammoth came out, we went to go see him in Nashville, and they got COVID, so we had to drive all the way to Chattanooga to uh, see him, which was awesome. And then uh, Alter Bridge was coming with him in Nashville, and to be honest, I'd never heard of Alter Bridge, so we got uh, Pawns and Kings and then the set list. And the the show at the Ryman was truly the best rock concert I've ever seen, and I'm 54. It was wow. just amazing. And so now we're going to see Alter Bridge in Chattanooga at the same venue uh, that we saw Mammoth, and then we've got tickets to see Mammoth opening for Metallica in Texas. Uh, I guess it's in October, maybe August. I don't know. Um, but so excited. But, but but two quick questions are: What was it like to play at the Ryman? And uh, Miles, for you know, a new guy just found Alter Bridge, which rock and roll is not dead. You guys are insane. Uh, what what's 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 my next go-to album now that I've got the set list and I've played uh, Ponds and Kings till I can't. Play it anymore. I know. Oh, it, I know. Well, I know. I know. I know what Eddie's going to say. An I, I'm going to answer, answer it for Eddie. But let, but, no, but no, first no, of all, no, no, you give your honest. You know what I, I'm going to say. I think we're going to answer the same. Are you? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I think okay. We're gonna say, but I. But I. Wolfgang and I both appreciate. Yeah. That. Thank you that, so that much, really, man. That was Very, really, that's really, really, really super kind. kind. Of you. Oh, yeah. And playing the Ryman is just, you know, mind blowing. You guys did that on this. I think that's the show that really stuck out from the last leg. Was like, wow, that was a really special game. I've never been there. It's outstanding. Yeah, it's funny. We had watched Walk the Line a couple days before. I was like, oh shit, that's where Johnny Cash like broke the shit out of those lights on that stage. It was like, wow. And then we played it. It was amazing. Um, So the album I would suggest, Fortress. There you go. Yeah. Miles and I are in agreement on that, yeah. Lee. That album is top to... Again, I, I got to be careful when I say this. Cause when people... I say it, people think I'm, I feel like it's so head and shoulders above everybody, all the other records. But it's, <laughs> I do love all the other records. I really do. But there's something... Blackbird's really special. ...about yeah. Fortress. I know a lot of people go Blackbird. But I think maybe... I, there, I think the reason why I... Don't go Blackbird is because you like Fortress more. No, oh, well, that's true. Good point. Well, very logical. Smart guy. Well, yeah. Um, but no, because I only got I got into Alter Bridge on AB3, so I got into Another Alter Bridge album. after Blackbird and then went back. Got it. You on there? I think I told you this story, but I I knew you, be, you know, through Slash yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget there was a Slash show. House of Blues, when it was there in L.A., mm-hmm. and I'm in the dressing room, and Lemmy was there. I'll never forget, Lemmy was in the dressing yeah. room, had a girl on each arm, and he yelled at me because I went to the drink refrigerator and didn't get alcohol. <laughs> I'll never forget, I came back, and he goes, I go back to continue talking to him. And I, it was like 2 in the morning. I just wanted to have a, a, a water. Because I was like, what's the point of drinking at right. this late? I'm just going to go to bed, right? And he looks at me, just give me the stink eye. He goes, what are you doing with that? I go, just getting a water. And I goes, Come back and talk to me when you have a proper drink. <laughs> so I had to go back to the refrigerator and get a beer and come funny. back and keep talking to him. But I remember you were like rustling your stuff in the corner of the room and, and you're walking out and you said, hey, it's my other band, a new record we got coming out from them. Check it out. And you gave me a CD of AB3. And I listened. So that was my gateway. Right. And then, you know, Fortress and everything. I was I'm, I'm a super fan now. But that's probably why I go... Fortress over Blackbird just because that was the yeah Blackbird was my first album so Blackbird was your first first Alter Bridge album right right but when you when we talked about earlier about songs you have to have in there Blackbird mm-hmm. is oh, one of those yeah, songs yeah. I mean that's yeah. showstopper right yeah, there that's I'm stoked sure. that you guys have been playing Come to Life 
Yeah, yeah. I that, that that's. I, I'm glad we're playing that again too. It's a fun riff. I think from Fortress, you're only doing Achilles, right? Achilles and Addicted to Pain. Oh, Addicted to Pain, yeah. right. Okay, cool. All right, let's uh, say hi to Jeff, who's in Palm Springs, joining us right now. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up? Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, man. Hey, so I just want to say this is really awesome to be able to talk to both Wolfgang and Miles, because seriously, you guys give me hope for the future of real rock and roll because you guys are truly live, and what you do is amazing. Thanks to Classic Rock Magazine for turning me on to Ultra Bridge and Eddie Trunk, the combination of those two, and also Slash's band. I saw, I'm going to be there on Saturday to see you guys at the casino in San Bernardino that I can't even pronounce the name of, but I'm super (laughs) Nobody can. Hell yeah. Don't say you gotta. You, yeah, yeah, you don't want to say as frontmen. You guys don't want to say from the crowd. Hey, welcome to Yamashama, everybody. Just be like, <laughs> right. say, say all, all, I, all I know is that I live in Palm Springs, so it's an hour drive, and that's what GPS is for. It's all good. <laughs> but right, um, right. so, what can I say? My favorite song from the new Ultra Bridge record is uh, the the Fable of the Silent Sun. Did oh, I get cool. that right? Yeah, yeah, that's killer. God, too. that's a great yeah. song. I, I, that's such a great record. And the new Mammoth WVH song, that is just ripping. It's just so good. <laughs> I can't so I can't wait to hear it live. And, um, yeah, Wolfgang, you've got more talent in your little finger than most people have in their whole bodies, and you need to give yourself <laughs> more credit as a lead singer because your Absolutely. voice is great. It suits Thank that music so, so well. Yeah, it's Well, awesome. you haven't seen us live yet. So. <laughs> Are you doing the new song live? Have oh, you put yeah. it in? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's in already? I wanted to play it earlier, but Kevin over here was like, no, you can't do that. Uh, publishers yeah, always put the kibosh on good stuff. Sorry, I'll get to my question really fast. But Go I'm ahead, Jeff, real quick. See, I'm super excited to see Alter Bridge for the first time I've seen you with Slash, and that's going to be great. My question is, if you guys had to pick one album, like what is your all-time favorite greatest rock record ever made? If you're on the desert island, thank you guys. Oh, oh man, a rock record. Great. That's such a tie. I hate questions like these. So do I'm I. Like, I get them too. I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak a little iPod that has all of them on the. You know, you know. I, yeah, I, you can't pick one record. That's impossible. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a tough. One. That's impossible. I mean, I, I I would have trouble coming up with five. Yeah. Um, Is there a record you guys go to like like when you just. You know, it's like a comfort food for you, mm-hmm. like the record you always go to when you need that. What is it, Miles? Well, for comfort food, yeah, uh, Steely Dan Asia. Oh, okay. That just makes me feel good. Oh, it just makes me feel so good. Sonically, sonically, it's just yeah. so good. But the songs are great. And yeah, yeah, Steely yeah, yeah. Dan. Highway to Hell. Yeah, mm, that's a good one. Or or Power Rich. I, I can't choose. Didn't you say well, last time you were on with me? You said you and your dad had a record that you always Power Rich. It was Power Rich. That and Peter Gabriel's So those mm. two albums. Yeah, very special albums. Yeah, all right, very cool. Good question there. Well, I want to I want to go back to one other thing that came up earlier though. When you guys were talking about remembering lyrics and forgetting lyrics mm-hmm. on stage, this is something that my that list that fans can't understand. And there are fans that get really irritated if they see a a, a musician using a teleprompter. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. I get irritated if I. If I, it's fake and they're lip syncing, it's tracks, it's a laptop. I don't give a shit if they're looking at a prompter. It doesn't bother me, but some fans do. But but no, you guys write your lyrics, obviously. Mm-hmm. Nobody can figure out how it's possible if you've written lyrics and songs you've done 20, 30 times. Like, 
Rob Halford got a lot of blowback a few years ago because he had a teleprompter for breaking the law or something. He's like, no, that's dumb. How, I, I, I think it, you, you should be having having a teleprompter there is not a big deal. It's not a big deal to me either. But the idea, Wolf, is like fans can't understand how can you not remember I mean, think songs you've done a million times. We we're just talking about it. you got a lot of traffic going up exactly. there, you know, <laughs> any, any, any given day, and it's like, what if you know something's going on? You never know. For me, it's like they're they're so. The lyrics are so ingrained, but the second you start thinking about it is when they disappear. And so I'd love to have a little teleprompter there at some point when we can afford it for the, like, just, that'd be really cool. You can I have your that's... mom work it. She's there all the time anyway. Give her a job. <laughs> no, I, I think that's... That's a... shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real, I think that's a cool thing. It's one thing, you know, I think that goes back to the whole tracks argument. I think it's not like having tracks. It's one thing no. to have, it's one thing to say, you know, you need... You know, you can't afford a symphony, so you got violins and stuff pumping through, which is like, okay, whatever. Um, right, one but, song or whatever. Yeah, I'm fine with that, But too. when you've got, like, main guitar tracks and drums and Bass. main vocals going through, that's when, like, how can you, like, where's your integrity, man? <laughs> with you 100%, man. But the but did, did you ever use a prompter? Oh, yeah. You know, I, Do you I use, use one now? Yeah, absolutely. Because what happens after you've made as many records, think between all, them, all, yeah. all the songs they have... All the eight-minute songs they have. Yeah, exactly. You know, eight-minute epics. But also yeah. between all of the bands, just all of the bands and all of the, I, mean, I don't know how many. <laughs> Miles just start singing the Slash song. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, it's, 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 it's happened. But but it's it's interesting because I don't, I very rarely actually utilize it. But it's the comfort the, is it's that the it's comfort. there. It's the comfort. And when you, when you get to that second verse, and you're like, what's the first word? I that's, just look down like, okay, it's the. Usually, if you, can, <laughs> cheat, cheat. if you can see that first word, that's in, initially when I'm singing, and I'm like, what's the, the next thing? If I can think of the first word, it's there. Yeah. So it's like, just have that cue. Now, let me just pick up um, real quick on something I just picked up on. So, Ma, so Wolf is saying he would love to have a prompter when he can afford one. You have one. You can't share your prompter with. You know, yeah, what's that about? I, I was what's just that about? Jesus. I, well, I thought that you know, <laughs> since he's a genius, I was like. <laughs> in fact, I always kind of joke him after a show. I want to give. I, I wanna, only play I, one on stage. Miles. I want to. I always want to hug him right, right when he gets done because he's kind of sweating. Because I, I want some of that genius juice. In the body. <laughs> you can God, have. It's... You can have my juice anytime you want, Miles. <laughs> And there's the headline. <laughs> there <it is. laughs> Clickbait. Wolfgang offers Miles his juice. <laughs> Blabbermouth, get on it. <laughs> Had to happen at some point. Oh, God. We're d- Thankfully, we're done in 10 minutes. Don't worry, guys. I saw Wolf check his watch. Um, here's here's Pete. I don't know. Where is, where is Nova Scotia? Peter, you Nova Scotia? That is correct. And how am I going to follow that juice? <laughs> you got some juice for us, Pete? <laughs> I, I, I certainly do. You know what? I love you. Uh, you guys are so inspiring. Uh, I, I just love both of you guys so much. Um, you're going to have to get the directions to Nova Scotia from my man, Miles, there, because he and Slash put on one hell of a show here. And, Wolf, we would we would love to have the uh, the benefit of your brilliance any time. Um, i got to say, <laughs> and I his have juice. a... a, a <laughs> I got. I got. Have, I have a son, and I've named him Sammy after Sammy Hagar. He's wow. an absolute monster on guitar. He's been playing for eight months. I've been playing for forty years. Did the bar band, bar band thing. I'm just a dad. But aside from making sure that, that the guitars are in tune, and he's got uh, lots of fresh EVH strings and all that good stuff, is there anything I can do for my son other than say out of the way, answer the questions when put? 
what would you guys say it would be the best thing a loving dad can do? Because I love my boy, but he's really gifted. It sounds like you're already doing it. You're supporting him. Uh, you're staying out of the way. You're helping him when he want, when he needs it. When he needs it, sounds like you're doing a kick-ass job already, man. Jeez. Definitely. Well, yeah. I don't know, Miles. What do you What do you got? I, you know what? I, I think Wolfgang just hit it right on the head. I mean, I think that it's the idea of it's that, that that's that love factor and that support factor, and that's something that I had uh, tons of from my from my folks. Even when they kind of question, when I'm, I'll never forget when I sat down with them. I you know, I started on the trumpet thanks to my mother. She kind of insisted I play an instrument <laughs> initially, and I just wanted to play soccer at the time. And then fast forward a few years later, interestingly enough, I hear. A certain Van Halen one record, and I am like, "Oh, what is that? I want to, I want to do that." So I remember you know, asking my parents if I could play guitar, and um, you know, they were cool initially when it was acoustic, but when the idea of bringing an electric came <laughs> into the equation, that was when they thought, "Hmm, where's this going?" But I think they they did some soul search and they realized that they were going to be supportive and if it made me happy and and uh, and it all worked out. So yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Nothing like better, no, nothing you can do better as a father than to unconditionally and unconditionally yes. love and support your child. Yeah, there Absolutely. you go. Good stuff. Couple more quick ones, then we'll uh, wrap up. Here's Brian in Texas joining us right now. Hey, Brian. Hey, uh, Eddie. Good to talk to you. I got a question Thanks. for Miles. Uh, Miles, I've been hitting Eddie up for a while now about uh, the album Fortress because to me, start to finish, it's it's an absolute masterpiece, but to me, I think it's sending a message about like perhaps it's a concept album, you know, because there's uh, you know destruction of the earth, destruction of relationships, you know, how we abuse the earth. So I was wondering if you can tell me, is Fortress a concept album? I, I do think there were some themes that ran throughout. I don't think that one was a concept record. I think that, but they're, it's interesting as a writer, and, and, and Wolfgang, you probably noticed this as well, where you're in a space, right? Certainly. And you keep drawing from that same uh, spot. So it, that it will run congruent throughout the, throughout the album. But it's, uh, it's not, that wasn't intentional. Um, it wasn't an intentional effort to you know when we sit down like okay we're gonna write a record it's definitely a snapshot of of your thought process and where your brain is at that time definitely a masterpiece that's for sure eddie i want to apologize i didn't get to see you at your show in mckinney but couldn't make it happen but hopefully next time when you're in town i'll get to see you yeah man i try to do that about once a year it's a great crowd but come out next time brian thank you take care man thank you um yeah, Water is Rising, you've done live mm-hmm. still, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that another too. one that shows up every yeah, yeah. once in a while, right? I love the bridge in that song. Yeah, it's Thank killer. Uh, let's say hi to Rick, who's in North Carolina. Hey, Rick, you're on Trunk Nation. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Eddie, as always, thanks for what you do for rock and roll. Thank uh, you, man. Miles, I think I saw y'all on you and Alter Bridge maybe 13 years ago in Beaujolais, Louisiana, and what I remembered, a lot of pyro kept us warm. Um <laughs> Wolfgang. You guys had a lot of pyro um, in Alter Bridge? Maybe. You sure? I never saw you a pyro. You sure we went on a Ramstein show? You know what? It could be. That was yeah, when we, no. just throw, we just throw M80s out. <laughs> <laughs> nice and safe. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. Wolfgang never got to see your dad live. Almost did in about, right about 90, 91. I, I hate I never did, but um, uh, surely uh, all of us miss him. But what I want to ask you was, one thing I've learned about, or I've heard about you, you said it earlier, don't take yourself seriously. Can you explain the album artwork for your first album? Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's an amazing piece uh, called Fatigue 2 by an artist named John Rossio. 
neither of the Mammoth album covers were commissioned. They were pieces already that I resonated with uh, greatly. And I think with that first album, I think it represented uh, the core of what Mammoth was. You know, I think it was important to... Uh, that when it comes to the the word mammoth, it's 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 describing something something big, something huge, and not making you think of a hairy elephant. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, I was really taken aback by by his whole. He has a whole series of of little things being big, just kind of fucking shit up. And I thought that crab was really badass. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't I wasn't educated on the art side of it, but uh, I guess I was thinking kind of opposite what it was. It was just kind of so different you really couldn't i really couldn't put my finger on it but uh just wanted to pick your brain on it and let you explain it i do appreciate it guys thank you so thank much you. man thank you rick maybe time for one or two more quick ones here's mike in calgary canada hey mike hey guys how are you hey uh, just a couple things here uh wolfie i think you're just absolutely wonderful brother you're i love your stuff and uh, just keep keep doing what you're doing just thank be you, you so much man. and it's great thank you you betcha. And Miles, I've been waiting for this for the last, I don't know, almost 20 years. You you are probably one of my biggest inspirations. Um, why? Because um, I lost my dad back in 2005, and you guys were just coming out with, uh, with the, uh, the Still Remains album that came out, and that really got me through that. And uh, my mom just passed away four years ago. It'll be four years this Easter. And you, you just, um, I don't know, you just really got me through all of this. And I can't thank you enough, Miles, and the guys and the rest of Alter Bridge and Mark and everybody. And hopefully I can thank you in person. And the next thing I just want to say is when are you guys going to do a run in Canada like, you guys have a lot of fans here, like Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Saskatoon, Vancouver. You guys need to come because we you know, you know, here. Mike, they were just telling me, they were just telling me before how much they fucking hate Canada. No, that's and not that, true. The, that all not the, true. The, the, the bands Absolutely pick where they mad. play <laughs> and they discriminate against oh, certain man. countries and areas. I hear from these He's bands all lying. the time. I'm joking. They, I'm, I'm, I'm making that up because so many. You know that fans think that sometimes. You don't yeah, go to a certain right, city. Right. Like you must not like my city. Oh, I've, I've made that joke plenty of times. So I was like, hey, why didn't you come to my place? <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, it's because I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. You're there. <laughs> no, but uh, sorry, Mike. I just yeah. want. It was so heartfelt what you said. Yeah. I just wanted to break the. Uh, you know, okay. but, but condolences to you, yeah, Mike, yeah. and, and yeah, thank you, man. really, thank you for sharing that. You you have no idea what that means. And I will say, you know, we did we we did um, do Toronto recently, which yes, was out. They, the crowd yes. was outstanding. They were, it was amazing. It was the first That's show right. to sell out too. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it was. And I it was that show miles, and I missed that show miles because I bought the meet and greet, and I did buy tickets, oh, no. and I missed it because I was stuck because I was driving. So, oh, no. um, and then I just missed you guys in Spokane. It just seems like you, you know, I've just been missing it. You They're know? avoiding you, Mike. I told you. It's a, I got to run, Mike. Always it's a one conspiracy. Step ahead. They're like, we got to stay away from Mike in Calgary, no matter what we do. We got to stay away. Um, I love Canada, man. I do too. I'm a big hockey fan, so anytime I can be over in Canada, it's always a good time. Yeah, it's, it's we. I get it. I mean, we're on in, in U.S. and Canada. I get a ton of calls from Canada, and as I tell you, Fitz and Kearns come, and yeah. I do shows dedicated to just Canadian rock. We sit in here and do this. So much good Canadian. It's, rock. it's every fun. Canadian I know is just like the best person. Yeah, yeah they're all nice people. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're not dicks like we are in the U.S. <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> um, I got two minutes, guys, and then I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to end my show. I can't thank you enough for coming here and uh, on a day off and uh, hanging out with me. I greatly appreciate it. And again, we'll recap on uh, on Mammoth Two. Uh, it's still WVH, right? Yeah. On because I looked on the artwork for the cover, it says Mammoth. Yeah, the, the album. The album is called Mammoth Two. Mammoth Two. Yeah. Okay, and that's August fourth. Pat's birthday. Yeah. Huh? And by design, dedicated to him. It's a big picture of you on the back of the jacket, I know. Um, <laughs> well, he's the, he's the skeleton. Oh, there you go. Another celebration at the end of the world. If you've not seen the video, get get online, get on the website or, or YouTube or whatever, and go watch the video. It's phenomenal. Again, the, we talk so much about the video. The song is killer, but the video just takes it over the top. It's it's awesome. And, yeah, uh, and while you're there, you can subscribe to the Mammoth WVH YouTube channel, too. There you go. <laughs> and you can see Wolf and Mammoth WVH, a phenomenal band live playing <laughs> everywhere and dates with Metallica all over the world, everything coming up, which is awesome. And then um, more Alter Bridge stuff. Pretty much that that's pretty much the year for you, yeah. right? Is Alter Bridge? Yeah. That's Alter good. Bridge all the time. Good, good. <laughs> And uh, maybe a record that he made that we don't know about. (laughs) Maybe he's going to knock a record out in his room tonight and, you know, on the bus or whatever. (laughs) Anything else, Miles, you want to mention? No, no, it's all good, man. Thanks for having us. This has been a lot of fun. Always a good time. Yeah, Yeah, man. I appreciate you guys coming by. I really do. And uh, safe travels out there the rest of the way. And uh, we'll be looking forward to... um, you know, this new this new record, second record from Mammoth, and then everybody check out Pawns and Kings from Alter Bridge, which is out there right now. And if you slept on the last Slash album for, because it's a very short window that Slash had to promote it, there's some great songs on that record. So definitely go check that out as well. Miles got two solo records out. Go check those out if you didn't get those last time around. There's just too much great <laughs> rock goodness between the two of you guys here. <laughs> and thank you for keeping it real, too, both of you guys. Thanks, awesome. Brother. Well, again, big thanks to Wolf and Miles for dropping by my place in Vegas and sitting in with me live on the radio that day as they were making their way on a day off to Reno. Later on that night, we get to hang out a little bit as well, which was a lot of fun. Frank Sidoris, who plays guitar in Mammoth, has a, a bar in Vegas called the Hard Hat Lounge. We all went there that night after you heard that interview and had a great time. And as I mentioned, since that interview aired and what you just heard happened, another run of dates has been announced for all of August in the U.S. for Alter Bridge, Mammoth WVH, and Seven Dust now being added to the bill. But that's how it went that day about, uh, I don't know, five weeks ago or so with Miles Kennedy and Wolfgang Van Halen hanging out with me there in Vegas. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Thank you all for listening at Eddie Trunk, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page. Again, come on board and join me every day on Sirius XM Faction Talk 103 live 3 to 5 Eastern time or anytime on the Sirius XM app to get the entire picture, all the audio, all the interviews, all the commentary, all the phone calls. And uh, video, too, on some stuff, again, on the app. Thank you again. Have a great week. I will be back next week, uh, coming back from the Monsters of Rock cruise. So God knows what we'll get into on board the ship. That's finally happening. It's uh, been a long time coming. Always a blast. And I always have a fun time hosting that, which I'll I'll be doing uh, at the time you're hearing this. As a matter of fact, at the time you're hearing this, it's the last day of the cruise. I'll be making my way off the ship. So, uh Hopefully I recovered. (laughs) Hopefully I survived. Have a good week, everybody. Hope to catch you on the radio or back here next week for another podcast. Take care.